0: This is the Resilient and Resourced Educator, and I'm your host, Danette Adams. Today's episode, we speak with Kim. For 23 years, Kim has taught in many, many different areas, and now she's an elementary school vice-principal. She's a thoughtful, well-organized educator with some grounded optimism for the future of education. So please join us. So let's start the way I love to start is connecting teachers to why they got into education in the first place and talking about a favorite teacher or a memorable teacher or mentor in their life. So tell me about that. Well, I have a number of memorable ones, but there were a few in particular, my grade 10 French teacher. And I love that it It was a French teacher because I later went on to teach grade 10 French, but she just had a knack of relating to kids as, as people. So she was in a room just with a number of people and she was a person in that room. And she would make you feel important, each and every one of you, even if French wasn't your thing, even if you were there because you felt you had to be, she just really made you feel special. So she is one of those people that I still have in my memory when I'm asked, who is my favorite? And she is one of them, her name was Anne Dubay. And another was an exceptionally quirky, teacher um who just made you love english he was our english teacher and he would put all the voices into the shakespearean characters and he would just show us how much he loved what he was teaching us and that stuck with me too that i really needed to find ways to make it real to my kids and to let them know what it was that i loved about what it was i was teaching them That's awesome. Those are both Mm -hmm. things that I know about you as an educator that teaching what you love and doing it with an energy and a passion that draws kids in when you were teaching drama to my son. Mm -hmm. I remember that passion. (laughs) So that's awesome. Thanks. Mm -hmm. So as you're going to school each day, as you go to this job that you clearly love, what are Mm -hmm. some strengths that you take with you? Like what, what are things that you're grateful that you can walk into your office every day and have? I think a few things that keep me going and help me do a job that can be fairly tough is I am very organized, and I find that that is a personal strength that one needs. I am juggling 10, 15 different things a day, and I need to be organized in order to do that. I'm also really learning to let things go. To prioritize and that is becoming a strength as well. What do I need to do now and what don't I need to do now and to not stress the things that I just can't get done unless they're on fire. So figuring out what it is that I have to do and what can just go slightly to the side until I'm in a better mind frame or until it actually needs to be done. So taking time, pausing thinking before i act or speak those are things that i'm really learning to be super important in in this job mm-hmm. wow that pausing is an amazing one right? right when you can be spinning with so many multiple priorities just to be able to stop to know which one is top priority right now that's a great one that's really yes, awesome. and- my mentor at work, she always tells me, lend them your calm, don't join the chaos. And that's a part of the pausing, right? Pause before you answer, pause before you think it through. Take your time and then everybody does a little bit better of a job. Right. That's awesome. That's great. Thanks. So now let's think about the other side of that coin is what areas do you find that you often need support and where do you go for that support? You know, I think the things I need the support in are, again, trying to tackle everything that's going on. There's always so many pots on the stove, and the thing that really helps me is a strong team, and knowing how to build those relationships with your team members. Because the more you let people know they're important and why they're important, they will then jump on board and help and be a really productive part of a school community and a school team. Right now, we're we're doing all this planning when we don't know a whole lot and being able to know who to contact to help me with what items is absolutely key. So I find um, trying to figure everything out is the challenge, but knowing who to ask and how to build that team together is, the key to making it work. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So do you use your organizational skills though when you're thinking about, um, you know, safety protocols, even in your own home? I know at work, of course, but even in your own family and that kind of thing, do you, have you put some of those things in place? Well, I've tried. (laughs) I mean, it's hard because when you're dealing with other human beings, they all have their own goals and thoughts too at home, trying to really work through all the safety protocols and teach them in a way that doesn't create panic for people or extra anxiety or worry has been really important. So we have bought all kinds of fun masks that my nine-year-old wants to wear, right? So trying to organize the safety side for him when he's out in public and when he's back at school in ways that he will feel empowered and he will feel comfortable. And I found that that was really key as well. Um, We have a system of filling little bottles with hand sanitizer that he does because giving him jobs is a way also to make him feel safe because he's taking that into his own power instead of waiting for everybody else to take power to do it for him. So I find that staying safe is a matter of teaching setting expectations and really finding out how people feel about being safe, what they need and trying to put those things into place. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's great. Giving him some agency, some control over that one task is him being in control of some part of his life. It doesn't feel like everything's out of control. Absolutely. Yeah. That's very, very smart. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So when you think about the future of education and that for a while now is going to include pandemic, even, yeah. even into next year when things start to normalize, most likely, mm-hmm. there's going to be some residual things. What do you see and what do you hope for? And maybe what are you concerned about the future of education? Well, I, I would love to see education continue to be teachers in classrooms, kids in classrooms working together, small group instruction, being able to gap fill, work one-on-one and do those things that we're really becoming so good at and that we're really teaching teachers to do unfortunately, the time we're in isn't allowing for those things. And that's where some of my concern about the future of education comes. We are expecting families and kids to be able to jump on board with whatever we're offering. And that doesn't always fit for who they are as learners and who they are as families. So my goal and my hope is that schools can run as schools in a school building with teachers and students together. Right now we're doing our best to plan for kids' strengths and keeping in mind their needs with our online learning, with different protocols we're putting into the schools and every school building is going to be different. There's going to be the big protocols, but then depending on who your school community is, you're really going to have to think that through and figure out how to meet those needs. So hoping we can continue to do what's best for kids, seeing them as individual learners, being able to meet those needs. But my, my dream would be we would all be back in school together and doing it here. And it sounds like the protocols you're putting in place is that you're maintaining connections with those families and students yeah. to keep that relationship strong for yeah. the time when back being back in the classroom is going to be the norm again. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, yep. very smart. Very mm-hmm. smart. Well, I'd like to thank you so much for being a guest today. Um, I just am so um, happy that you have, you're have you in this position now where you're in a position of leadership, that you are caring for entire school communities mm-hmm. together with your team, and that you're so thoughtfully and articulately managing what's happening in the system today. So I just wanna thank you so much and all the best of luck to you. Thanks so much. And I, I, I appreciate that you're doing this and reaching out to educators. Great. Thanks, Kim. Take care. Be well. Time.